I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. This podcast is brought to you by flix.co.nz. The following podcast contains spoilers for the first half of Bad Mums. It contains no spoilers for the second half. We didn't see it because at 50 minutes we walked out. Why? Because we are... Welcome to Walkout Boys. Hey, Nick, did I just hear you say bad mums? You did. Uh, and for the rest of this podcast, I refuse to call it Bad Moms. Well, Nick, the name of the film is Bad Moms. Uh, no. Have some respect for the, the filmmakers. I don't. I don't have, know their names. You don't seem to have any respect for them. You don't <laughs> even bother to learn their names. I learned the name of their film, Grant and that's enough. Schusterman and Jeff Allen. No. No, I just made those up. Yes, I know. Bad mums. Moms. Mums. But mams. Down here in little old New Zealand, we say mums, and we mean it. Yeah, and if you'd say mom, you don't love her. But I will say mom about this film, because I did love it. Oh, nice. But their logic nice. is flawed. Their logic doesn't make any sense there, but it's true. I had a great time in this film. Well, 50 minutes of it. I also, I gotta, I've, I've, I'm feeling you, man. <laughs> Are we starting to just cling on to these films like we want to see the We're whole thing? We're developing Stockholm Syndrome <laughs> for the first half of every film. We're like, just glad to be in there. I go see a lot of films normally in my life. You know you know this about me. Uh, it's the only thing I know about you. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to get to know you more sometime outside well, we've, of the podcast. We've, been, we've known each other well, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I know. It's, it's film, fairly film podcast focused, our relationship. But yeah, um, since we started doing this, uh, you know, eight weeks ago or whatever, I haven't seen a whole film in a cinema. No. This is the only time I've been to cinema since we started has been to see half a film. And I it's like what I think movies are now. And and of course since seeing half a film in a cinema uh involves having a an a, a silent alarm on your phone because you can't see an actual alarm because even the iPhone alarm overrides silent mode. Mm. You can't this see is shop alarm. talk which I'm yeah. sure is very interesting. Yeah. So but yet then you have to sit there looking at your phone every 5 minutes to make sure you don't miss that halfway point. It's not a way to watch a film. This is how I watch things now. So to you, a movie is like a, a long episode of a, an hour drama. It's like a special where they're taking the, the ads out. Yeah. And you just look at but your, you phone your phone the whole, the whole time. time. Kind and of like, I guess, ne- me watching Netflix. So I am on my phone All right. the whole time. <laughs> so we've just taken watching Netflix to the movies. Yeah, and just just put some expensive popcorn in there. And that's about it. Oh, I want to give a big shout out to the Hoyts <laughs> at Wairau Park. It is amazing. Go there on a Monday night, folks. There is nobody there. Um, you can get yourself a big old glass of red wine and a popcorn and uh, ice cream. And there will guaranteed be no more than 10 other people in the cinema with you. The leg room is crazy. Okay, the good. leg room is ridiculous. Someone needs to talk to them about their They are economy. hemorrhaging money. They, they could have two movie theaters in each cinema. 
And they're just the leg group. Oh my god, you guys. It's amazing. I we- feel like a bit like a bad mom who's uh got gone like going to the movies on a Monday feels a little naughty. Like it's yeah. the working week. Um and there were a few mums. There. there were quite a few bad mom bad moms. Uh or good mums. Were they good? I didn't see any children there. Well, this is not a movie for children, so they were good. We, it's very hard to tell whether they, if they were good bad moms, moms or bad moms. They, if they were bad moms, they would have taken their children with them to the film because it's not suitable for them. That's true. But, but, but it's it, such a good film that maybe they are bad moms for not bringing their kids. But good moms. But good moms for not taking them. Well, I see what you're getting at, Nick. This makes a lot of sense. Right. I felt bad when we walked out of this one because I can you underestimate everything about 17, 18 people in our cinema. Okay, yeah. And we were two of them and we were definitely the only men there. And do you reckon they thought we were like angry dads? Like we were sitting there like, well, this isn't for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, well like, whereas, these moms ain't no good. We're as bad dads. We're as bad dads, the film. Exactly. Is there a movie full of bad dads? Um, no, <laughs> I can't think of any movie where men behave badly <laughs> as a point of, Good. of comedy. This is from the writers of The Hangover, which is that film. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just, I just realized. Um, uh, yeah, but, um, no, it was, it was, everyone was having a great time. The, the film is about, uh, Mila Kunis, mm-hmm. who is a mom and she's a, well, she's trying her hardest to be a good mom. She's a good mom. A bad. What I'm trying to insinuate here is that. New Zealand mums are good mums, <laughs> and then American moms are bad, are bad moms. moms. But so is a bad mum better than a good mom? Yep. Okay, great. Yep, still better. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but in, let's in this this film, Mila. What, do you remember what uh, what country this film was set in, Nick? Um, I do believe it's set in America. Yes, the the United States of, and uh, they are all moms in this. So. Shall we just infer, infer mom okay. from here on out? Sure. You can say mom all you like. You I can, will. You can be true, true to your heritage. True to my mom. True to your mom. <laughs> be true to your mom by saying mom. Yeah, and you're being somewhat disrespectful to your mom. Well, you need to keep mom. No. No. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I um, The movie's about uh, Mila Kunis. She's a bad mom or mom. And or good m- fucks. <laughs> Look, she's struggling to raise her kids, as as made clear in the opening montage. Uh, she's always running them to various events, and in the meantime, she's trying to do Zumba, and she can't keep up. Oh, guess what? When people when the people go down on Zumba, she goes up. She doesn't know Zumba at all. Yeah. Um. Somehow throughout all this, she manages to look like Mila Kunis, but that isn't addressed. Uh, she's uh, very much a kind of flustered. Flustered parent. I'm gonna say parent. Hmm. She, uh, she, she, she's a sort of mom who will get spaghetti in her face all the time. <laughs> There's like two separate scenes where she gets spaghetti in her face, <laughs> which is a classic. I mean, I, I look, you know, I'm not, I'm not a mom or a mom, and so I don't know how often. I, I don't recall my mom having spaghetti in her face. No, more than once a week. But she has this. Mila Kunis has it a lot. So I, you didn't have a classic, uh, funny klutz mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My mum was a classic klutz. Yeah. Constantly um, baking a cake and then falling into it. Um, she would trip over the dog all the time. Mm. My mum would constantly, um, she'd go into a bookstore, like a secondhand bookstore. Oh, yeah. And she'd reach for a book. Oh, and someone else ta- who'd want, like the same book as her, a man, Yeah, a handsome man, would oh. always reach for that. And then as she'd go to pull the book out, she'd, there'd, be, um, there'd be like a, an old uh, T.S. Eliot on the floor and she'd trip on it. 
and then kind of pull down all the books. Oh no! And then all the bookshelves would all sort the bookshelves of topple over like dominoes. And yeah, and then the book owner, store owner, would be like, "Hey, get out of here!" And then my mum and this handsome stranger would run hand in hand uh, down the street, oh. and he'd be like, "I can't believe you like T.S. Eliot." Do you know what my mum would do? She was a very nice mum who would help out around the neighbourhood by walking the dogs. But sometimes she would walk too many dogs at what? once. How and many she, dogs? Oh, like I'm talking like 10, 12 dogs. What? I know. it's It was a bad idea to start with. But she, her heart was in the right place. And she would be walking down the street and see cute Mr. Robertson, the the you know handsome uh, landscaper. Yeah. And, and he would be landscaping with his shirt off. And my mum would oh. sort of wave at him but as she did she would let go of one one of the leashes and the, the dogs oh, that's gonna start a chain effect well, much but, like with the books well uh, well it did uh, and uh, this is probably why we're such good friends because we come from similar life backgrounds but bless her socks the dogs would run away <laughs> and drag her along the ground well like she's so her feet plain, aren't, haven't even touched the ground they're not barely even <laughs> touching the ground she's being dragged along by these dogs they only stop uh, when they see a donut wow okay well look let me tell you about my mum and big trays of coffee. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear it. No, no. It's, it's, it's inferred. Uh, so, yeah, Mimila Kun is, is living a life very very similar to Nick and I's mothers. Mm. Uh, she's up, up to her ears in ch- children. Yeah. And she has a husband who is a big old doofus. <laughs> I'm not sure who plays him. He plays him with... Extreme comical doofery. Yeah. He's, he's sort of the worst guy you would ever... Yeah, he's like a, a surfer. He seems no, to not have just, a job. He's a, she says that he's a successful mortgage broker. Oh, I missed that line. But he managed to seems to sit watching him like, shucker, doing a shucker to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and being like, hey, what's up, dudes? He was very funny. Yeah, so she catches him masturbating uh, with a cam partner. Mm-hmm. An online camera partner. Oh, is that what we have to call them? A cam partner. not allowed to say webcam anymore. Because of the PC brigade. Well, web is implied. All right. What? How else? How else do you think the camera was uh, broadcasting the video? I don't know. A cable. Oh, so okay. Well, actually, it wasn't. It was not made clear. Yeah. Thank you. Whether whether he was masturbating to a woman uh, on the internet or a woman with a, a one long cable between his house and her house which he says is 2000 miles away. Yes. So that could have I'm just saying it could have been clearer. Okay, all right. And I mean I don't want to get bogged down in this one detail. <laughs> Please don't. But <laughs> it could conceivably have been yes. a long cable. Okay. You know what the um the the filmmakers to their credit didn't spend much time <laughs> explaining that. A lesser filmmaker would have. <laughs> But, you know, they're all about showing, not telling. And they showed us that there was a video screen with a woman on it far away, which to, to most people would have implied the internet. But to, to some keen-eyed punters like Nick... You wouldn't no, think we'd still be talking about this element of the film, but here we are, still trying to decipher if it was actually the internet or just one long cable. We don't have much more time to talk about the rest of the first half of this movie. And yet this problem still persists. Is it a cable or the internet? If you know for sure, maybe you're involved in the making of the film. Cable us an answer. Fuck's sake. Um, she, Mila Kunis decides she's had enough of this horrible life in her nice house <laughs> uh, with, a, with her very gifted children who are good at, good at sports in school mm-hmm. and um, kind of all the general privileges that come with, you know, kind of white suburban life. And she's like, Too enough! Time for me to become... 
a bad mom. Mm. So she enlists help of a very bad mom, Catherine Hahn. Oh, yeah, the worst and, mom. Uh, She's always showing her butt to the other parents. Which is bad mom. Oh, bad. And um, um, Kirsten Bell? Y- yes. Kirsten Bell. Kirsten Bell. Um, she's there. Uh, she's playing like a, a dumb a dumb mom. She's like a weird mom. Yeah, like uh, kind of hidden in the clouds. Yeah. You know, there's like good mom, bad mom, weird mom. Yeah. The three types. Mm. What type was yours? Uh, book bookshelf fall over. Oh, it's a good mom. <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but they decide to all drop drop their uh, previous adjectives and become bad. Mm. And this is portrayed in a montage where they go to the supermarket and eat, eat all the cereal. Yeah, that's the main bad mummery that we saw. I loved it. We're not selling it, are we? No, but I mean, it's a comedy. Yeah, it was full of like good, well delivered <laughs> jokes. And to break it's, it down, it's, it's, it seems to have gotten quite bad reviews. Yeah, maybe I think the second half probably lets it down. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. It was all because I, I was just like, "Hey, I'm having a good time. My kids are at home. I'm great. It's great to be out." It made me feel a ch- this childless man feel like I was getting away from it all <laughs> to watch this film. I think it's. I can only imagine how much it would make you feel like that if you were actually getting away from it all. Yeah, a real great uh, escape into a world where moms can just eat cereal at the supermarket. Yes. They were but they were pouring bourbon into a chocolate milk or vodka into chocolate milk in which, the supermarket. They haven't is, left yet. They haven't paid for great, the chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll sometimes eat a grape. Yeah, will you? Will you will you still? Or like have some luncheon sausage maybe. But then I'm not like if I'm like honest, I'm not even buying luncheon sausage very much these days. So you go to the butcher in the supermarket and, and get, get a, a free fun, yeah. A free slice that they give the children yeah. of meat. Yeah, you have to have a kid with you. <laughs> Wait, what kid do you use? Um, just any kid. Okay. Well, because it's something for them. They, they want like a kid. You want some? But lunch. don't you take the sausage that was intended for the kid? Sure, but they don't know that. So what do the kids get? You really can't take a kid back again because once they've been burned, they cut on real quick. And words getting around the kid community. <laughs> oh yeah, the that kids, old, kids old Samson's there in the supermarket. <laughs> Stealing them away from their parents to get a free slice of meat. Yeah, they're like, all right, this guy's going to come up to you and ask you if you want some free lunch and sausage. At first, it's going to sound like a great deal, but believe me, it's not. And, and remember, you're a kid. You can get it anyway. You don't You don't need him there. Yeah. Um, and so, to, with the movie... Oh, yeah. With the movie? She, what movie? Uh, oh, Bad, Bad Moms. Moms. Yeah, we were there. Um, she... She 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 bees a bad mum, and then she decides uh, because her her, uh, her she has a rival Christina Applegate who who's the head of the PTA. Oh, awful. she is a very bad mom, but not in the way she's like evil mom, villain villain mom, mom to the bone. She's mom to the bone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's mom to the bone, and uh, she she is she is uh, running the school with a, an ironclad fist. Yes, she's uh, kind of manipulating the school soccer team yeah. to ensure that Mila Kunis's daughter doesn't make it to the to the starting eleven. So when we last left, when we left the movie, Mila Kunis had decided that she was going to become PTA president. And it was kind of it looked like it was setting up to a second half. There was maybe like a, a election. Mm. Like the it looked that way, but let's find out if it did. Okay. Oh, um, before we go, we should also mention uh, Mila Kunis's developing crush. Oh, on the one, the one solo dad. 
that attends mm. the school. Hot dad. Widow, Hot dad. Widow dad. Widow dad. And they ended up uh, kissing, I believe. They had a wee kiss, yes. But not before they did a, a humorous uh, kiss where she knocked her head into his at speed. That's the only way I've ever kissed. Yeah. And that's what I call a bad kiss. <laughs> in, in the sense that it was not good. Oh, I see. That no one enjoyed it. Okay. And it was done by a bad mom. Oh. Mm. So well, let's it. find out what happens in the second half of Bad Moms. Oh, I can't wait. After this. Hey, it's me, Mila Kunis. Hey, it's me, uh, other, uh, Catherine Hart. There we are. <laughs> uh, we're just, uh, we're just uh, taking a break from not raising our kids right. Blah, where's mine gone? In lava? Probably. <laughs> mine is on the roof. What? Get down by jumping. We thought we'd uh, we'd come over here to New Zealand to Ooh. talk to all the bad mums. Ooh. Hello, mums. Hello. It's me doing a New Zealand accent, what I think one sounds like. And we just want to say, mums, if you want a break from your shitty fucking kids, Boo. go to flicks.co.nz. They've what? got amazing movie deals, movie times, movie reviews, movie everything. So you know when you can leave the house while your kid is doing something with fire. Which you should never supervise. Hey, one quick question for you, Mila Kunis. Oh, sure. Uh, to connect uh, connect to Flix.co.nz, how do you do it? What do you use? Um, it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with cable. A cable? Yeah. Okay, so you get one cable on your computer and you find the Flix.co.nz uh, cable. cable. You find their cable. Which is at their office in central Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah. And I didn't say it was an easy website to get to. Wherever you are, you must physically take that cable. And plug it into your computer. Yeah. And then you're away finding out you're basically next door to a cinema once you've found their office. So you don't actually need to use the website. You can just go inside the Oh, I didn't and- say it was a good service. <laughs> because guess what? I'm a bad mom. So I make Wait. bad recommendations. Whoa. So, fuck Flix.co.nz. All right, calm down. I'm so sorry. Oh, you are back from that stunning endorsement of our sponsor, Flix.co.nz. Yeah, we we got to stop getting these celebrities on here endorsing That's the, the product. They have no stake in the uh, in this in the sponsorship. They don't care like we do. Yeah, we need about the great product. <laughs> Flix's free movie tickets because I do not want to ever stop going to Wairau Park. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. All right, second second half, mate. So we've set ourselves up for a great. It's a. It's been a stunning movie. Jokes, laughs, uh, and here we are. We're at the second half. We're readying ourselves for a huge election. Mila Kunis is running for head of the PTA. How's she going to win? Well, here's the thing. She's using her mom power to make banners. Moms are great at banners. That's true. Have you ever come home from war? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, remember what your mom did? Yeah, she made a big banner. But guess what? She tied a lot of balloons to it, and a big gust of wind blew the banner right away, along with 
a shed containing my grandfather. What? I know. It was c- crazy. <laughs> Man, life's tough. Life's tough for the odds. What, with your mom's dog walking business and her... And her... <laughs> Look, uh, let me just say there's a reason to go into comedy. There was just yeah. too much material uh, that I was around not yeah. to work with. You, it. you kept the notebook with you at all times. Like, oh, I'm using this stuff. This is great. Okay, well, at the this... time, very traumatic. Well, Mila Kunis, well, uh, a question for you. She's good at making banners, mm-hmm. but she's also been a bad mom. Oh. So does she make bad banners? Yeah. Or does she make banners with skulls and crossbones on them? Like pirate banners? Well, is a pirate good? Um, not, last, not the last time I checked. Well, it depends. Are we talking of the Caribbean or Captain Phillips? Well, I still don't think, I think Captain both. Phillips is a pirate in that one. <laughs> I still think the pirates and Captain Phillips are bad. Well, it's, Captain Phillips is... Is he the pirate? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm misreading he's stuff. Ca- he's I, a captain. He's yeah. Captain Phillips. But then the other person... Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So that when the um the guy comes aboard and takes over the ship and says... I'm the captain now. Oh, are you saying that after that he be- becomes, Captain Phillips becomes a pirate? No, that pirate becomes Captain Phillips. Oh, so you're saying if you're the captain of a ship, then you take the name of the captain? <laughs> yeah. If you take over a ship, you become Captain Phillips. And by that token, Tom Hack, Captain Phillips would become whatever that pirate's pirate. name. So Captain Phillips is a pirate. Or Okay, but where do, what does that help with what we're talking about? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying is... <laughs> What I'm saying is she's a bad mom making a bad banner. Okay. Don't you see? Yes. She's ba- so okay. She's- so the banner becomes bad. She is because she made it. Right. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> okay. So she's becoming a sort of pirate. Yeah. A pirate of the seven uh, classrooms. <laughs> yeah. Are there only seven classrooms? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's a small school. So she's a pirate of the seven classrooms. Her name really good. And she's making bad banners to win the election. And she's putting all sorts of negative imagery on these banners. Yeah, and like just like tits. Yeah, t- nude. And this is an R-rated film. Yeah. So there's a... They did not have to hold back. No, no, no. There's a big funny scene where um, like a, a sexy actress uh, comes along, like Carmen Electra. Oh, Carmen Electra's back. They're bringing her back in films. She's, she's back in the R-rated comedy game. We missed her. We have. It's been a long time. Yeah, but now she plays the role of banner model. Okay, so we've got these these banners going up around the school. Yeah, terrible banners. Um, but they're kind of working because you know everyone's had enough of Christina Applegate's a tyrannical reign. Yeah, well, and it's it's kind of like the rise of Trump. Oh, you know, she's an outsider. Yeah. People don't care so much what she stands for, just that she's doing something different. True. And they're sick of all the other moms. You know, they're, they're sick of the kind of the establishment mom. So you're supporting Trump? Me? No. No. But I see why. <laughs> and and I don't not endorse him. Okay. Well, that, I can't that sure sounded like an endorsement. Yeah. Uh, so, right. So so the, 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 the tides are beginning to turn. Mm. Christina Applegate, she realizes that she actually might have a legitimate threat on her hands here. She's got to do something uh, to to win back her PTA uh, uh, presidential leadership. So she decides to get with Mila Kunis's ex-husband. What, the, the surfer dude? Yeah. She's like, hit it where it hurts. The husband. She doesn't know that the husband is a fucking moron. Right, so this is not a great plan. No. She's going to... She's going to hook up with Mila Kunis' ex-husband that Mila Kunis has fallen indefinitely out of love with. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
and she and so she uh, goes off to to meet him. I just at the sea. Yes, he's surfing. He's surfing on the internet <laughs> by the <laughs> sea. Well, he's because well, he's ever since breaking up with uh, um, his Mila Kunis, he yeah. wants to get closer to this cam girl. Yeah. And so and he followed the cable. He followed the cable into the sea. Yeah, well, it turns out it actually went all right into the sea. Yeah. And that's sort of where he's at. And he's kind of, but he's caught in a cross, kind of in a, in a rip. Yeah. Uh, that's where he's some, he's kind of found the internet as well, which he didn't have before. Well, he didn't have the internet before. No, because no. he was using he's, the cable. He had the one cable. Yeah. But that cable kind of, because the internet it goes the same, you know, the cable connects. You're not explaining the internet very well to me. Okay, well, the two computers are connected. Yes, by one cable. I understand (laughs) that. But they're also connected by the internet. And assuming these these computers are connected by this cable and the internet, feasibly. No, I just said one cable. (laughs) Yes, but the the internet is everywhere, Nick. It's like God. How? It's like God. Okay. Oh, okay. So by surfing a wave, he is surfing the internet. Oh, so the internet is in the ocean as well. Yes, it's all around us. <laughs> is it, it like? It's in you. It's in me. Oh wow! It's in all our children. What about all the like gross shit on the internet? Is it in, in like? It's in. It's in. Like, this is it's not. not in, it's not in me. <laughs> <laughs> like this is not important. Okay. Uh, Christina Applegate arrives at the sea, where she finds him surfing the internet. <laughs> yes, and the waves. Yeah, it looks like waves. But guess what? What? While she's swimming out. To kiss him, um, he's he drowns. What? Just like that? Yeah, just man, like that, that is a death I didn't see coming. I saw bigger things for him. That's a I know. That's a Samuel L. Jackson Deep Blue Sea moment right there. The screenwriters are having real fun with this movie. Wow. Okay. He's he he does. Is the thing? It, it kind of looks like she did it. What? Yeah. She's. Do we see that in the film? Oh, we know that we know that she didn't do it. We know that Christina Applegate is. Is, is innocent, but the police don't know that. And Mila, like, everyone agrees that Christina Applegate was pretty, you know, ready to snap. She was the villain, a clear villain of the film, but how she's gone too far, what should have been a light comedy about moms battling to become PTA presidents, has turned into a movie where she's killed a person. And, uh, well, you know, everyone thinks she has. She's got she, to prove her innocence. Yeah. In a court of law. Because people think she's a bad mom, but she's not. But she's a good mum. She's a good mum. And here's the thing that, oh, because of the um, political like tidal wave, not metaphorical, not in the sea or the internet. This political <laughs> tidal wave that um, that uh, Mila Kunis has cast over the seven classrooms of her school. Um, there's there's a new kind of lust for bad moms in the political climate. People want a bad mom. So all of a sudden, when Christina Applegate supposedly kills this man, she becomes beloved. That's all the people want. They want Christina Applegate, and she starts rocketing up in the polls. There are polls, by the way, for PTA. Oh, so you're saying that she doesn't face any consequences from potentially murdering this man? Well, this is what's on her conscience right now. Oh, okay. She knows um, she didn't kill a man. But everyone thinks she did. She did, and, and that's why that's... they're voting for her. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, you know, now we get to the stage of escalation. Yeah. Where it was all <laughs> fight fire with fire. Mila Kunis realizes she has to kill someone, which is not something she ever thought she would have to do as a mom. Um, I mean, there's, there's only one person that she thinks she really can 
kill, which is obviously the soccer coach. Oh, yeah, we haven't, we haven't bent, mentioned him. Well, he benched, he benched her daughter. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Um, but he's a very sad, humorous character. We all have some laughs at. Um, and she goes to his house uh, with a, a knife. Okay, going for a knife? Yeah. That's yeah. I only need killing someone for the first time. <laughs> Knives are kind of easy, impersonal way to do it. She wants to be a bad mom, doesn't she? This is what Catherine Hans said. You want to be a bad mom? You got to fucking kill this guy. She's like, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I well, be a bad mom. I feel like to be a bad mom. Yeah, like stab I, him. Stab I, him. I thought we were just eating. I thought we were just eating cereal in the in the grocery store. This yeah, is what I said. Like for. that, but you go all the way. Once you open the door, there's no closing the door. You're coming down the rabbit hole with me, sis. Fucking killer. Fucking killer. And then uh, a classic bad mom montage. Montage that, starts. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah, dude, I, I love it. Dude. I love it. And uh, and this, it's I guess it's supposed to be a comedy moment, but it's the movie becomes very tonally uneven as I don't care, I love it plays, and she knocks on the door and the coach opens and we just see his grinning face. He's so happy to see Mila Kunis. You know, he's a goofy, he's a goofy character. He lives alone with his cats, mm. and she just lifts this knife slowly up oh into frame, and he thinks it's a gag. Yeah, you know, because he's, he's so trusting. He's so trusting of her. And then just she's about to plunge the knife into his eye. Wow, she goes for <laughs> eye first time. <laughs> wow. Um, she stops because look, she re- she realizes I'm actually like Fuck, I can't do this. I'm not a bad. I'm a bad. I'm not a bad mom. But guess what? It's too late. Catherine Hahn goes for it, slits his throat, stabs him, like rips. Like it's oh, the, uh, graphic. Yeah, it's full on. I love it. I love and, it. I and then she's like, what? Just like throwing the organs around, like rubbing oh my, blood on oh her face. Oh my god! And and we all know the rules. If you kill the coach, you're the coach now. <laughs> yes, she's the captain of the. Well, not captain. She's the coach. Mm. So Catherine Hahn becomes the coach of the soccer team. Yeah. The rules of captaincy are very similar to that of the Santa Claus. <laughs> um, so we're at school. Uh, it's a big PTA election day. Um, one of these women is going to win. Um, Christina Applegate, who has the support of all of America yeah. um, for potentially killing... Um, uh, the, the surfer guy. Yeah, But uh, Mila Stakes is... People people suspect her involvement with the coach murder. Oh, so they also that also helps. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're a bloodthirsty people. Um, the ballots are cast. Oh, yes. All across America for this one school. Oh, wow. Yeah, November. <laughs> um, that fateful Tuesday in November. <laughs> there's a big montage. Ah, dog. With a, they, got one, they got the rights to one song yeah. <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> just, the, just the same bit of it as well. Um and it, it comes down to it. Mila Kunis wins. How does she like? Is it clean sweep or is it kind of down to some battleground states? It's, it's, re- it's real. <laughs> some real swing states. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's very close. But she wins, and uh, she 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 gets up to the podium as uh, Christina Applegate is, is carried off to prison. Wow. Yeah. Once once you're done as a PTA president, to prison with you. I guess she could also be sent there for murdering the surfer. Yeah, but weirdly, no. They, they don't care about that. No, it's simply for losing the PTA vote. Yeah. Straight to prison. She had a lot of overdue library fines. Okay. Um, I mean, it's the American school system. It's fucked. I, like, I think uh, we can all agree. Uh, I think we're all waiting for Superman. <laughs> 
Um, and Mila Kunis, uh, as they place the crown up upon her head and give her the royal scepter and um, the golden book. <laughs> the, what's the golden book? It's like a book. Oh, it's an ancient. It's a book as old as time. <laughs> the um, it's the name. And ex- extended DVD versions of Bear Moms will open with like the history of the book. Oh yeah, back back in ancient Egyptian <laughs> yeah. times, It'll you see like- the bo- golden book like of the pharaoh who's like the original PTA president and Cleopatra, the original bad mom. <laughs> she cast. They'd be like years ago, the book was- <laughs> it starts with her in a bath of milk, going, "I don't care." <laughs> But like an Egyptian version of that song. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> mad cultural um, appropriation in this movie. It's um, whitewashed as well. It's yeah. A, uh, it's, they, they Cleopatra not, is... Yeah, what, they could have got an Egyptian actress to play the old bad mom, Cleopatra. Kate Beckinsdale. Wow. <laughs> and they cut her from the film? <laughs> yeah. That's such a big get. I know. You can sell so many more tickets. It she was a confusing scene. I can see why <laughs> It really muddled it all. But it, it made the ending make more sense. So, yeah. Uh, so pros Mil- and cons. <laughs> Mila Kunis looks out at the seven... <laughs> classrooms. <laughs> full of students. This <laughs> hard-fought battle. A, from the throne, you can see all seven classrooms. Could just see all seven. <laughs> 90 students are all assembled. 90? Only 90? <laughs> There's a nationwide really vote. Small classrooms. Because it's small good. Cl- it helps the yeah. te- kids learn. The teacher, one Would, teacher for like, you know, tw- well, small classrooms kids, is how great. you benefit it's, education. But I, I thought the Americans. <laughs> I thought we were anti the American school system. But now you're saying they have only ninety students across seven classrooms. Well, that's that's good. The school district's doing a great job. <laughs> they could improve in some areas. Okay. Some areas are really good. All right. And she says, listen. Thank you for this honor and for this gift of this hot air balloon. Okay. But no, no, I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't ask you any more about that. That makes sense. But I, I've realized something. To be the PTA president, you have to be a bad mom. And I'm not a bad mom. As try as, try as I durst, I am a good mom. I'm a, no. A good mum, she says, reverting to her native Kiwi accent. Oh, what? Yep, she was from New Zealand all oh. along. And she says, right, stuff this. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of being called a bad mom. I'm going to take my kids home to Auckland. Oh, wow. And she takes the crown and scepter and golden book and gives them to Catherine Hahn. The original bad mom, who's now soccer coach and PTA president. And she jumps in the hot air balloon. Well, how are they going to find their way all the way to New Zealand? They don't know. Here's oh. how, Nick. They follow the cable. Follow the cable, bad mums. Follow the cable all the way to Aotearoa. And they make it to New Zealand and the sun rises over the, over the beautiful volcanoes of Auckland. And she goes, yeah. I'm happy where I am. I'm the bad mum now. <gasps> She's a bad mum in New Zealand. Yeah, because different standards. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty timid down here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that second half. <laughs> but weird. <laughs> you think? 
<laughs> yeah, the first half was just real, real like a fun kind of, kind of bit of escapism, and then they just it just took a turn. You, I don't, you don't think it, you don't think it went I, off I, the rails at any now point? Now I think I know why the, the bad reviews. <laughs> and I think, I think what critics had most trouble with was the Golden Book, which is weird because a lot of things before that didn't make sense. <laughs> yes. And the, the Golden Book has added so much late in the game, <laughs> so late in it the game. It needed so much explaining, and I just. <laughs> I just think it really took away from kind of what the movie was supposed to be about, which was having a, a kind of a fun night out with your friends. Yeah. Um, they shouldn't ask that much of, of people going to the cinema no. as a fun night out. You know, it's, it's so much to the, like, kind of history. And, and, and they kind of really mix how much accurate history and how much they kind of just make up in there. Because mm. there was a golden book. Yes. But it didn't specifically relate to bad moms. Yeah. Yeah. But hey... It's a lesson for the next time they make a movie. That's been Walkout Boys for another week. I hope you've enjoyed. If there's any films you would like to hear us uh, wildly speculate about and and accurately speculate about in this case, uh, please let us know on Facebook or Twitter and just let us know any any thoughts or observations you have because we love hearing from you guys. It's it's always very nice. Uh, we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this Little Empire podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try the worst idea of all time? Ow! This movie's still fine. Welcome to the Worst Idea of All Time, a podcast series featuring Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery, where we <laughs> endeavour to watch the same movie every week for 52 weeks in a row. You'll have to excuse me being blue, but maybe there's some sort of way that you could put a um, clarinet or similar up your rectum and then kind of blow that. This movie is having a um, a negative effect on your brain. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.